0: episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective, and I'm your host, as always, Arsenio, and here I am today talking about some performance prompts for you guys in terms of the power of intention. Now, we already covered that just about a couple of days ago, and now we have to get into the whole rating process. On a scale of one to 10, in the sentence completion, where would you rate yourself in these different categories? I have about probably eight of them. All right, so today, again, we're going to be discussing and rating ourselves on the you know, the whole power behind what intention is and what you have become and how intentful you are every single day. So in saying that, here we go. Now, three words that you want to live into and embody at this time of your life. So this is a little hard because again, remember, we haven't done the Danielle Lepore, obviously the whole you know, the desire map workbook and everything. We got to get back to that. But, you know, when you look at those core desire feelings and me going back to that, you know, I know that nature is one of the most significant drivers. Um, If I, damn, I don't even know if I have that book around me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's outside. No, it's got to be in here. It's got to be in here. Where is it? Oh my God, nope, it's not in here. But if I go back to those eight core desire feelings that I had chosen, I would be able to figure out and know exactly what are those three words that I would like to live by and embody on a consistent basis. Like I would absolutely love and understand exactly what I and how intentful I would be every single day. And Gia is one of them. I have to make sure I nurture Gia, you know, uh, I think another one was, um, Oh my God. Oh, geez. I haven't looked at that in such a long time. Shame on me. But nonetheless, that's what you're going to have to figure out, right? The three top core desire feelings. We're going to be getting back into that coming up soon. Okay. You guys have had a lot of homework to do. And if you guys haven't checked out those specific podcasts, I suggest you do and go back to maybe around what about, I think it was around February to March. That's when I did a lot of the desire map workbook stuff. So go back to that. Okay. And remember to write your because why exactly do you want to live by those words? All right. Now the next one, when you interact with people, how do you want them to feel? I'll say that again. When you interact with people, how would you like those specific individuals to feel? Now this one is critical. This is why I know I've become intentful over the last X amount of, what is it, years? Because I know that, and I know what energy I want to bring into every single interaction. Now, regardless if these people want, right, the, the regardless if the people want to hear this type of energy, I don't give a shit. This is what I'm going to be bringing consistently, you know? So it's very, very important to understand that, especially from you know like uh a standpoint from you having that true value regardless of what the environment is around you this is how i speak on a routine basis no i'm not screaming no i'm not preaching this is how i speak i speak with intent now i don't know what it feels like anymore to speak like you know in, in like not having intent so when i in, interact with them i want them to feel like joyful. I want them to have that sense of energy, that energy that I actually give them. I want them to feel exactly what I'm feeling. I want them to know that the possibility is out there. I want them to know that it is possible, you know? And so this is, again, one of the most critical aspects, like, because if you meet someone, I remember I was in a hotel room at the Mandalay Bay, uh, what was it, Mandalay Bay? I believe, no, Excalibur, right? And while I was there, obviously at the, uh, what is it, at the Excalibur, I had one of my friends at, So while I was actually at this hotel, this girl by the name of Samantha, who I had spoken to a very long time ago, met her through an online Tuffle group. She was in the room with one of her friends. Her friend had such toxic energy. She hated men so much. Why? Because that boyfriend she had, I'm guessing he cheated on her. I have no idea. But the amount of pain and anger in her, like it was so unreal to even hear her say, if someone approaches me, I'm gonna try to kill them. Like this bitch was crazy. And I'm looking and I'm like, dude, your friend is nothing but bad news. She is probably my family times 10. And for you to be as toxic as my family, okay, my former family, boy, you gotta do a lot of wrong to actually get on that scale. So. Again, was she intentional? Yeah, yeah, she was intentional. She was probably unintentional in regards to what she was actually delivering and verbally vomiting all over us, especially with that disgust and energy she had. But you need to understand that after a conversation, do you want them to say, ooh, I never want to speak to him again? Or do you want them to say, wow, what an incredible human being? That's the question. So, in saying that, here's the next one. The type of person you want to be, okay, could be described as now the type of person you want to be. Now, obviously, you guys already know, especially with what's happening, you know, in my life and having, you know, the most clients I've ever had in my life and having, you know, people buy my courses and all these amazing things are, you know, they're taking place. You know, when I look at this and say, oh my God, man. The type of person I want to be, I want to be the person that represents an idea, an idea that, again, anything is possible. Considering, no, not looking at my skin as a, you know, as, a, as a negative, but a lot of people will probably marginalize and minimize you and your accomplishments too. But again, you're not responsible for how they treat you. You're not. You're not responsible for how they treat you. They're responsible for their own actions and how they were treated. And that's why they're treating you because they don't even treat themselves with respect. Do you guys get what I'm saying? You are not a color in the human fabric, okay? You're basically what holds it together. Describe yourself as not being black or white. There's no such thing. Those are colors. Those are not ethnicities. I'm American. That's my nationality. My heritage is over 10. I can't count them all. I'll give you an answer probably in the next five years. But that doesn't matter. It's what I represent. It's what I want to be described as. I'm not focusing so much on legacy. This is what Gary V had talked about, you know, a while back. And oh, you know, I want all these people to be at my, you know, at my, uh, at my funeral. And I, I, I don't care about any of that. I want what I'm doing to impact the next 200 years of lives. That's what I want. There are only a couple of human beings on the planet that have actually had the opportunity to do that. And of course, most notably, MLK. And of course, you know, the ones even before MLK, we're talking back, back in the 1920s, the 1910s, 1900s, Harriet Tubman, you have no idea. Those rebellions and those people who actually marched for hundreds of miles for freedom or to go to university, like James Farmer Sr., that has sent a ripple effect for the, over the next 100 years. Guys, that was back in what, 19, probably 1910 when he did that, or maybe even before that. He walked all the way to another state to attend university. Guys, you have no idea. Like, that is the type of person I want to best be described as and that legacy. I want everyone to look and say, you know what? Okay, I can do this. And have that belief by seeing through and, and having and empathizing what I had to go through and who I've become. So put that into a nice little write-up. Now, the next one, when you think about how you want to come across to people, I wanna align with these three words. Confidence, charisma, benevolence. Confidence, because everyone has this. There's there's a very uh, notorious word, okay, that floats out there in the English dictionary and it's called introversion or introverted. I don't believe in that. I was an introvert, I was until I started hanging around with someone who was an extrovert, and I became an extrovert. Maybe I was an extrovert to begin with, but next thing you know, because of life and so many different things, i become an introvert. There's a girl that I actually speak to, she's in Indonesia, and she keeps saying that she's an introvert, 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 and she told me the story in regards to, you know, arranged marriages, and her mother is very angry that, you know, she's not accepting the man to marry, and I'm like, well, shit, no fucking way. I mean, I sure as fuck wouldn't either, you know? no offense to religions and cultures and creeds, but no, my life, one life, I choose. That's all there is to it. I'm not here to make you happy because after you pass, I'm going to realize, looking back at the last 50 years of my life, damn, I married a motherfucker that they wanted me to marry. I had to choose a career that they wanted me to choose a career. Now I'm going to hurry up and quit and I only have 20 years to live my life. See what I mean? So purposeful confidence, huge. Now, the reason why charisma is obviously that fits the protagonist's personality role that I have, okay? So, again, that charisma, people, when they hear me, they gravitate towards me. That's why my ESL pod, it's not even my ESL podcast anymore. It's more YouTube now. Who would have ever thought? YouTube and Facebook is now dominating the ranks because my ESL podcast, it went from 25,000 plays probably a month or two months ago. I can't remember to now I think it's literally at 13,000, half that. It's at the lowest in a very long time, but do I care? Hell no, I don't give a fuck. I'm not measuring my success based on plays because guess what, now YouTube is absolutely on fire. I never thought YouTube would've actually take that U-turn and basically it all comes down to me focusing on the niche that I should be focusing on. Guys, I'm telling you, man, this is all about creation. When I look at charisma, some people are gonna hate me, good. It's not, you don't hate me. You hate yourself. Some people are going to love me. Ah, they see potentiality in themselves through me, or they love me. They gravitate towards me because of my energy, because of my charisma, because of my benevolence, which is the next one, the personality. Back in 2009, my professor said, sitting, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you can't teach personality, but what you have is a gift, and it's going to take you a long way. She told me that. She absolutely told me that. And when she told me that, I was like, oh, my God, man, You and I, I didn't know what that meant. It was back in 2009. This was before the second time I went on a vacation to Melbourne, Australia, Australia in general, right? And that's when I chose, hey, I'm gonna move here a year later, and so I did. Now, did they embrace my personality? No, because I didn't embrace my personality. I was still finding myself at the age of 23 up to 24. When I came here to Thailand, I was just a little kid. When I went back to America, I was still just a little kid. And when I came back here to move in Thailand, to move to Thailand, that was the beginning. And then there was a lot of finding because I let the limiting beliefs and ignorance of people who are simple minded as fuck control my life until I took back control. So, next one I can be my best self around others by doing the following things. What can you do? Standing for who you are, like who you are. Are you one that has to conform on a routine basis? See, I don't have those shirt, black tux and tie uh, bullshit-ass friends. I don't, nor do I want to have them. I don't need to look up a whole bunch of words in a dictionary to describe, you know, myself and so I can impress you. Oh, yeah, look at me. I have very big vocabulary. No, fuck y'all. Stay the fuck away from me. And I'm glad that I'm in a market where I will never, I mean, I will never have these types of individuals ever come back into my life. Because no one knows me, and that's the way I like it. So in saying that, you know, being my best self is sitting at my own table, not sitting at other people's tables. Come on, people, come on. Come on, let's talk about that. Sitting at my table and not sitting at others. For years, for the last three years, I sat at other people's tables. I still remember back in 2018, I tried hanging out with the personal trainers. I tried doing this and that, and, you know, I used to see them, and, of course, it felt like I was like the ground crew, right, the ground crew of an airport, because I just felt like, oh, man, how come they didn't contact me to come out and hang out with them? How come they didn't do this? How? Because they weren't even thinking of me to begin with, and because I'm consistently trying to sit at other people's tables when, no, no, that's enough. Sitting at other people's tables is like jumping into people with my beautiful energy in the morning in a goddamn gym class and them not appreciating that energy. So I just took all that energy and I harnessed it myself. And I said, fuck you, you don't get shit from me anymore. The fuck out of my face. I I, I have nothing to prove to these people anymore. I don't need to go to gyms anymore. I don't. I have nothing to mm prove. I'm going to be my best self regardless, regardless of the external factors and you should too. So please, you can be your best self around others by following you. Follow you. Follow exactly who you want to show up as as in the world. I show up exactly the way I speak. Now, do I speak like this around, you know, my my boo thing, my sugar? No. I do have a tendency of going on a couple of rants, but she doesn't say, oh, you sound like a pot. No, hell no because she acknowledges that I speak with intent and she loves it, right? So if you have another personal person, you know, I I, I don't expect you to go all Aaron, Aaron Thomas on people and screaming at everyone all the time. No, you gotta tone it down sometimes. But I'm just saying, I have those values and I stick by them on a consistent basis. So here we go, next one. In order to gain clarity about what your days will be centered on, you need to do these things. Now, remember to gain clarity about what your days are going to be centered on. We're, talk, we're going back to the whole, uh, what is it? The whole money. Um, yeah, we're going back to the whole, oh my God, I just I totally just lost my thought. Um, morning mindset. There we go. So when we go back to the morning mindset yeah, I have clarity what my days are going to be centered on. I got my top three goals right here. So if I hurry up and grab it, oh shit, I think it's outside. But again, I told myself, okay, finish that right up. Okay, do this evaluation. Okay, focus on, you know, a couple of other people because now I got two online clients and I'm working on the third one. And there could be a couple of other ones coming up soon. Um, But again, that's, that's all mindset, right? I'm still focusing on the goal. And so, but- I know how I could gain that clarity in terms of what I need to do on a consistent basis by filling in that morning mindset. Like, what is it that I need to focus on? Who needs me on my A game? I woke up this morning, I had two classes scheduled. Next thing you know, two of them canceled. One of them is a potential client. And so I'm like, okay, all right, fantastic. I'm actually really excited because now I could get, I could finish up a lot of things. Even coming up this weekend, I'm not going to be going anywhere this weekend. Right, because you know, obviously the sugar's car is in the garage. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you the following weekend. This gives me the opportunity to hunker down and get shit done. I have clarity. And I was talking to her the other day and I said, Man, I am so grateful everything shut down. I'm so glad the company stopped for however long. They may never come back. I don't care. Right. We're already over that. But it's the simple fact that I'm actually making money online with my business, courses, people clicking on my courses signing up for my webinars. This would have never happened. I can assure you that. And I'll say that one more time. This could have never happened if everything shut down. Why? I had no clarity. I was just like, oh yeah, I get this money this week. Okay. I'm just going to sit back and get complacent. Fuck that. The best thing that happened to me was, okay, shut it down. Arsenio, you got to focus on the most important aspect that's making money online. Enough with the whole okay, well, let me just you know, may, uh, work at this place and do this. No, you're making you're making money for other people. Although the client, the business client, she they were giving me a really good amount, but come on, focus on what matters, and what matters is me building it up for my own. So, next one, before checking your email, text, social media in the morning. This is really hard for me because. Obviously me I'm looking at emails to see if anyone bought my course or so I'm looking at um, but the thing is, I really don't get emails right uh, but only from my students which which are now coming in they could come in in comment form and other things but I like looking at Instagram because I know if I get a follow, I know these are people who are interested in possibly buying coach or in coaching in general so what could you do instead of looking at that? Because I know I, that I look at that and I'm like, okay, this is the big one. This is a potential client. This is a potential lead. But if you're just looking at social media and scrolling, I never scroll anymore. I just don't. Even on Instagram, I don't have time for that bullshit. And to be honest with you, I only follow probably about two people, right? Although on Instagram, it says I follow this amount of people. But to be honest, I only like, okay, Eric Thomas one, and there's another post and that's it. I don't go to those bullshit-ass sponsor co- posts. It's a waste of time. I'm off Instagram just like that. I have a tendency of always checking, that's the problem. But what you need to do, you need to, you need to commit to spending 30 minutes doing this instead. What is that this? So the Brennan Bouchard obviously saying the mantra in the morning, gotta get back to that, all right? But the thing is, when I pick up my MacBook, you know, I hurry up and check statistics, I hurry up and check the Instagram through my MacBook, like on Google Chrome. Uh and I'm like shit. You know, I kind of just fall apart. However, I love it when I spend the night uh over there at my sugar's house because I don't look at anything throughout the night. So I'm off social media at 8 p.m. and I don't look at it until 5 30 a.m. But even when I look at it, I still don't do that routine. I still don't fill out the morning mindset. I don't do the meditation yet, the mantra. Now we're going to be talking about an upcoming book this weekend. We're going to be discussing that. That's going to be a new, wonderful mini-series. You guys are going to love that. Um, I bought that this past Monday. It's right there. Never thought I would buy his book. I will debut that again, but I am so excited about that because, you know, my uh, friend, she was getting her vaccine. I was like, dude, I, all my, uh, I didn't make my power bank. My phone's going to die. Okay, let me just get the hell out of here. Let me go to the bookstore. And so I did, and I found that book, and I said, man, this is too good. So I bought it. And so now I'm like, okay, I can incorporate that at least, at least 20 minutes a day. Highlight a couple of things. Write some things down in my little, you know, obviously where the Danielle Laporte uh, book is. Those are my, fun- that's my fundamental book. See what I mean? What can you do to put in and do 30 minutes instead of brain food? Next one. In order to keep an eye on your key projects and key people that you need to reach out to, what habits are you going to implement? This goes back to the morning mindset. To be honest, I hit off. I hit off all the important things that I need to do in the morning. All of them. So like in the morning, okay, email, hurry up. Because the thing is, once I start posting on social and they see that I'm posting on social, they're like, oh, but you haven't responded to my email. No, they won't say this, but I, I, put, I empathize and I put myself in their shoes. How would I feel if I saw myself posting on social? If, again, if I had a team and they were posting for me, okay. But those are the main people I respond to. So Gabby, okay, dentist from Venezuela, okay, IT tech from Mexico, Okay, another dentist from Peru and about four to six different low-hanging fruits that I get in touch with on a routine basis. That's what I respond to. That's what I respond to. So what can you implement with those specific, like, like, like those key proje- projects and key people? The key people is what I do. Then the key projects, if I could bang one out before 7 a.m. before I do my nice little routine, that would be really, really good. But the writing's the biggest theme right now just probably for the next day or so, because I'm finally finished. So answer that question. The next one, to get more clarity on what you would like to accomplish day to day, you will start following the habits and stop the following. You will start new habits and stop old habits. So what bad habits do you have? And what new habits? Already went over them over the past week in terms of the transformation week. Next question, to keep yourself from getting distracted by other people's priorities. You could take these following steps. I don't have that so much, but if I do get an essay, it's very, very difficult for me to, okay, all right, I got an essay, got to hurry up and grade it, but it could bump everything down that needs to get done. Like the TOEFL ITP course, that is a very high priority task right now. Or uploading my TOEFL ITP course and sending it to the girls so that she can buy it. That's a low hanging fruit. That's $27 that's waiting for me right now. You see, but the problem is is that I am allowing other people's priorities to shove down the bigger things. And this is the first time in my life that this has actually happened because now I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, I'm allowing these things to just run right over, you know, the top priorities that need to get done these, uh, you know, today. So I want you guys to think about it. Please think about that, all right? And the next one, I want to lead and live with intention because. Come on, why do you guys wanna live and lead? with intention. I'm telling you, man, like, um, I don't know if I told you guys, I did tell you guys that, you know, about, you know, one of my business students, she's always checking out my IG stories and I'm hoping that she pays an IELTS course through me instead of through the company that I work for, because it's absolutely pointless to pay them. Right. It's just pointless to pay them. Like, what the fuck are you going to pay them for when you can just pay me directly? Right. So by doing that, I could put some attention and a couple of things onto my Instagram and say, hey, $50 badge. You get this, you get that, you get this, you get that. See what I mean? So in saying that, there's a lot that people can benefit from. And I have that intention of always keeping those key projects and key people in mind because I know that's all low-hanging fruit. But at the same time, I'm making sure that I don't allow things to get into my entire evening. So the other night when she got the vaccine and everything, I just stayed off social media. I stayed off my phone and everything for about, well, I mean, with to go check a couple of times cause I got a couple of calls, but we were just watching, uh, what is it? Family reunion on Netflix for the longest. That's all I was doing. You gotta be able to have those purges. So those me times, you know, you have to have me time. So in saying that people, that's the power of intention. It's a little bit of a, you know, a couple of things that I had spoken about before, but now you understand intention. So now it's all about mindfulness. And we're going to be getting into that beginning next week. This upcoming weekend, I'm going to be debuting an awesome mini series. So you guys better get ready for that. And in saying that, stay tuned for more. Over and out.